Hi, everybody. Welcome to The Right Side with Doug Billings. Thanks for watching. You know, ladies and gentlemen, there is a rage rising up in the United States. It's a powerful one, and it springs from a desire to see good triumph over evil. We are seeing in our streets, as portrayed in the violent riots, the looting, the burning, the arson, the toppling of statues, all of this is evil, and it is anarchy. Call it anything else is simply trying to put lipstick on a pig. The rage that we're seeing rise up is part anger and it's part bewilderment. Where are our elected officials, ladies and gentlemen? Where are they? Why aren't members of both parties speaking out about this anarchy and calling for its end. Why aren't local mayors and governors calling out their National Guard units to quell the uprisings? Oh, I get it. The New Democratic Socialist Party's side, it's them. It's easier to, de to determine why Speaker Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer aren't speaking out. I get that. It's easy. It's easy to understand why they're not speaking out. <laughs> It's because their political base are the anarchists. Pelosi and Schumer have no desire or intention of calling out the riots, the looting, the crime, because they believe it makes President Trump look bad. Now, that's a mistake. Of course it doesn't. They believe that the anarchy will have an adverse effect, I believe at least, on his upcoming re-election campaign. And for them, it's completely political. And they're kneeling to the mob. And by so doing, they've made a real decision, ladies and gentlemen, to divorce themselves from the fabric of the Republic of the United States. We've got to remember this in November when we go to the polls. When we go to the polls to vote for the president and members of Congress in November, we have got to remember this summer. The anarchy that the New, that the New Democratic Socialist Party espouses and strives for it's absolutely something I've never seen in my life. And what's happening in the United States is sickening on two levels. One, it's sickening that the intellectually immature mob are running rampant and unchecked, committing vandalism, arson, rape, now murder. It's the very definition of anarchy. And it's well beyond, and in fact was never about George Floyd or Black Lives Matter. This is Antifa, ladies and gentlemen. Domestic terrorism, and it's funded by George Soros. Make no mistake, and I don't understand why, and there may, there may well be behind the scenes, and I have a feeling that William Barr is looking into all of this. Antifa and George Soros, I think, are going to have their day come up soon. Their number will be called. But it's sickening on that level first. And then second, it's sickening because our leaders, with the exception of the president and a few others, are remaining largely silent about this. Silent. And I'm talking about the leaders on the local level. They're the ones who are the problem. The mayor and the governors of these local places where the anarchy is raging. They actually support the mob. Some of these local leaders have even gone so far as to offer the mob and the members that are committing these crimes 
amnesty. They don't press charges. I mean, we're talking big-time assault, rape, murder, arson, destruction of public property, businesses burned to the ground. It's inexcusable. So who are these local leaders and states and cities throughout the country who are kneeling to the mob and supporting the mob because they think it's political and and they want to see this whole panic, this whole riot become what they hope it will be, and that's a detriment to President Trump. Well, there's many of them, but some of the heavy hitters are, first of all, Mayor Jenny Durkin in in Seattle. She's a real peach. She is such a nut job. Mayor Jenny Durkin actually had the gall to say that Chaz is just, you know, a gathering like a block party. It's just the summer of love here in, in Chaz. Mayor Jenny, you're an accomplice to rape and murder in Seattle. That's what's going on in Chaz. It's no summer of love. Governor Jay Inslee of Washington State's no better. He's worthless and weak and afraid of confrontation. There are lots of people sleepless in Seattle, ladies and gentlemen, because they're fearful for their lives. They're fearful for their neighbors and their lives. They're fearful for their businesses. We should all be outraged at Durkin and Inslee. In New York, you've got Mayor Bill de Blasio and Andrew Cuomo, who both debacled the COVID-19 misinformation campaign that they led this summer. De Blasio hates Jews and locks down their portion of the city. Continually has lost support of the police unions and other decent law-abiding groups of citizens throughout the state and the city of New York. In the Midwest, we have a mayor by the name of Quentin Lucas in Kansas City who gives freedom and amnesty to vandals, marauders, looters, rioters. It's unbelievable. Minnesota, the governor and lieutenant governor, Tim Waltz and Peggy Flanagan, members of the New Democratic Socialist Party who let Minneapolis burn, don't do anything but stand by and just watch the chaos on TV. The governor of Michigan made a name for herself over the last few months because of her outlandish response and handling of the COVID crisis. Talking about Gretchen Whitmer, once upon a time she thought that she might be Biden's vice presidential candidate, but she's not black enough for that. California, Gavin Newsom. Now, I gotta, I kind of chuckle when I talk about Gavin Newsom because here's the reason. Outside of Hollywood and Los Angeles, California has a lot of red Republican districts. And I'm betting that Gavin Newsom, who has made one blunder after another and continually makes decisions that piss people off, mandatory masks outside in the sunlight, anywhere you go in California, you've got to wear a mask. Businesses closed, beaches closed, commerce closed. He's pushing people to the red, ladies and gentlemen. You may well see California vote Republican in November. I'm on record as saying that may well just happen. Another part of California, San Francisco, you've got the mayor, London Breed. Now, she's a, she's a nut job. San Francisco, the only city in America where you can take a, take a crap on the streets and then set it on fire as part of a protest. Unbelievable. It's all unbelievable, and they do nothing about it because they think that it makes President Trump look bad. 
Well, these leaders and others like them, who've been allowed to let the mob run wild, I don't think that they're going to, uh, I don't think they're going to be around much longer. I think that the common folk, the common sense folk are going to vote them out. But they've allowed all of this to happen with no penalty under law, no criminal charges or prosecution. In fact, they're, they're giving amnesty to these people who participate in it, right? The tearing down, the desecration or burning of things, of statues of George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, Ulysses S. Grant, Thomas Jefferson, St. Jupiro Sarah, a Catholic saint statue toppled the other day, Francis Scott Key, Winston Churchill statues, the World War II Memorial, the Lincoln Memorial, St. John's Church set on fire, the U.S. Capitol vandalized, and thousands of businesses across the country. Yet there are no charges. Most of the people are given amnesty, let off. And Chaz, as I mentioned in Seattle, a cesspool of rape, murder, drugs, and anarchy, chaos ringing down, yet no help for the citizens who are law-abiding. Police chief is furious. Why in the love of humanity isn't anybody rising up about this? It's absolutely unacceptable. Unacceptable. Has the bullying by the mob really defeated us? Martial law, again, I don't understand why some of these places aren't calling in the National Guard, declaring martial law. The mob is burning us, ladies and gentlemen. The electoral base of the new Democratic Socialist Party is setting America on fire. And Pelosi and Schumer and members of the new Democratic Socialist Party have chosen not to do anything because that's their base. That's why they want things like mail-in voting and other ridiculous wish list items. They remain silent because it's their political base, ladies and gentlemen. They think that the damage the burning, the vandalism, the tearing down of statues is glorious. It's absolutely glorious because it makes President Trump, in their opinion, look bad. They couldn't be further from the truth. We know. The middle of America knows. The common America with common sense and intellectual maturity understands that this is BS. We understand that the only chance we have to save our republic is to vote for the Republican Party, President Trump, and the others. But America, you will survive. Make no mistake about that. You will survive. There are brighter and better days ahead. We see through, those of us between the coasts, the majority of people in this country have common sense. Law enforcement officers, health professionals, Doctors, lawyers, farmers, police officers, teachers, union members. Those of us who go to church and work hard and realize that dignity is not achieved through a mob. There is no dignity in tearing down a statue of anybody. There's dignity in resisting the mob, not kneeling to the mob, standing up for what we believe in in this republic, learning from and looking to our past and our history, learning the lessons that we need to learn from the mistakes we've made, but not to erase history. To erase history curses us to repeat it. 
Stand firm, America. You will survive. Many brighter days are ahead. God bless the United States. And God bless all of you. Thank you for listening. This is Doug Billings on the right side. Good night.